What's up, everyone? This is your boy, Jeremy John. And I'm Matthew White. And we are the Sports Reality Podcast. Just wanted to say thanks for tuning into this episode. And to let you know that you can listen to us on Anchor, Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, Spotify, Stitcher, and TuneIn Radio. Just go on any of those podcast platforms and search for the Sports Reality Podcast. Hit the subscribe button so you can be up to date on all of our content. Thanks again for tuning in and enjoy the show. What's up, everyone? Welcome to the 102nd edition of the Sports Reality. My name is Jeremy John, a.k.a. the fourth greatest Grenadian of all time, <laughs> a.k.a. It's still fourth? The Lil Wayne of podcasts. Yeah, I thought he was dropping. <laughs> what? The Lil Wayne of podcasts <laughs> because I will get on any podcast and hit it with the J train. Let's welcome my co-host. Matthew White. In some circles, he's called Barry White. And in some circles, he is called Betty White. It all depends on his mood for the day. Matthew, how's everything going or with you, my when, man? What happened? <laughs> it's good. It's good. It's it's pretty good. How you dealing with the uh, social distancing uh, right now? We're, we're a few weeks in now. How are you dealing with it? <laughs> I mean, I'm still all right. <laughs> It's a little annoying. It's now, getting there. Uh, something might uh, might hit close to home for you. What's happening? Alert us on the, on the post office situation. What's happening with the post offices? I'm hearing different things. I can't ship anything to what's the place? What? I can't ship anything overseas. It's ridiculous. They turned me away. They turned me away. I like how you put that. They turned me away. I couldn't believe it. I went in there. I was talking to what's. I can't. I look. I was at the new post office, and I don't know anybody. Or I, what's the thing, Mrs. Snipes? That's the. She's okay. I think I did get in a fight with her one time, but <laughs> I'm at a new post office, so nobody there hate me yet. <laughs> I was in there cracking jokes with my homegirl. I don't even know what her name is, but she was like, "Yeah, we can't send this," and I was like. But what do you mean? <laughs> you gave me the form already. <laughs> the form is filled out. And she's like, no, nah, not right now. I was like, all right. Um, so um, like, I've been everything hearing... else is going, though. Oh, everything else. Okay, cool. Well, that's good that everything else what? is going. You can ship if... domestic. I don't know if you can ship to Hawaii or Alaska, but if it's in the, what is it? First 48, it's lit. <laughs> That's what's up, man. Well, we have a lot to talk about in today's episode. Uh, we mentioned off their air, Matthew, that for there being no live sports going on oh. right now, that there's actually a lot That's to talk about. So we will get yeah, into it's a table that. Mac and a fool. <laughs> uh, it's going to get into the NFL, talk about Tom Brady. He had his interview with Howard Stern this week. We'll get into that. Get into Todd Gurley, uh, Tom Brady. Okay, Todd Gurley. Yeah, he had an interview. I didn't didn't even know Howard Stern still had the show going. What? Howard Stern is. (laughs) I'm joking. I'm joking. I'm joking. (laughs) I assumed he did. 
We're gonna talk about uh your What's Minnesota Vikings, my Dallas Cowboys. No, nah, we don't. We don't. We gotta cut that part. We're also we gonna get need to talk about them. <laughs> We're also gonna get into the NBA. Is Katie and Kyrie returning? If the league returns, we'll get into that. Top uh, eleven all time. Oh, we. Oh man. Oh man. Anyways, uh, <laughs> Pro Basketball Hall of Fame inductees. We will announce them. Also, we will uh, get into our sports free zone. Our champ and champ of the week. We will interview a friend oh. of ours, Donnie Bedney. Uh, so make sure you stay tuned to that. And um, we may have a sports. Uh, we may have a. Reddit topic of the week. Just letting y'all know. It all depends on we how we might. record. We might have some breaking news. <laughs> we Ooh, might have knows? breaking news also. Who knows? It all depends. Uh, before we start, start. Oh, we got what's the thing we got to talk about? Shawshank dog. What? Oh, oh yeah, Lord. and then we have That's our our uh, movie review. We will talk about. Let, we got to get a definitely got to get a sound effect for that <laughs> yeah. one. What? We will talk about the. This is incredible. Uh, the Jeremy about time you watched it review. <laughs> What? Oh my gosh! We already started working on a photo shoot for that one. <laughs> Wait, That's we, will, look, nah, we gotta get cover art. <laughs> we will uh, do a re- movie review for a very classic movie, uh, and um, we will absolutely, absolutely, <laughs> absolutely. Oh man! And there was something else that I said that we we're gonna talk about. Well, you all will figure it out when you're listening. Oh, here we go! I forgot to mention this. Um, we just got even... a new. We just got a new logo. Shout out oh, to yeah. those who it's created nice. the logo. Like uh, shout Absolutely. out to uh, Matthew for your help. Uh, my wife helped out with it. <laughs> I didn't do anything. The, nah, the, look, shout out Rosie. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? Shout uh, out to. Uh, look, I don't even know. Shout out to my cousins like that it. chimed in. Uh, my cousins on the Griffith and Definitely. the Samuel side uh, for chiming in, uh, giving, giving us valuable insight. Uh, Sir Dripple. Uh, also shout Absolutely. out to, uh, I know he helped. Bernard Samuel. He, he, he chimed in for sure. and, and we made some changes and now for we have sure. a great logo. If you want to see the new logo, make sure you're following us on social media, on Instagram, the sports reality on Facebook, the sports reality and on twitter sports underscore reality underscore i'm still trying to get that sports reality handle from the clown who has it has it tweeted in eight years still trying to get that type uh, that handle but anyways um we got the csi and track his ip address (laughs) also want to give a shout out to uh my former neighbor in uh hyattsville where i grew up Leslie, well, her maiden name is Herrera. Um, I'm sorry, George. I don't know George's uh, <laughs> last name, but Leslie listens to the podcast. So I want to give a shout out to like Leslie. Uh, she told me that she likes Absolutely. it and it's in her normal rotation. Uh, Does she like the sports part or the non sports part? That's what I would have to ask her. I guess she'll tell us look, uh, after got, this record. Look, when you listen to this, text message Jeremy. <laughs> <laughs> so, yes. Uh, make sure you are up to date on where you can find us. You can just Google us. The Sports Reality Podcast. We are on Anchor, Apple, Spotify, Stitcher, TuneIn, and more. Choose the podcast platform of your choice and then subscribe to us so you're up to date on all of our content. Let's now uh, update you on what the coronavirus has done in the sports world. Um, do you know the name, Matthew? Uh, Tom Dempsey. I heard this name before. 
Tom Dempsey was the <laughs> uh, definitely he's a kicker. Yes, the kicker for the Saints who had kicked the longest field goal at the time, sixty three yards. I think the record now. A lot of people hit sixty three, like in the last few years, but I think the record now is sixty four. But he, when he hit sixty three, it was. I mean, it's no one was deal. even hitting sixty at that time. He hit nah, sixty three. What's the dude? Nah. And this yeah, was look, back that's in the a big, that's a long field goal. 70s, I think. Well, Tom Dempsey passed away due to the coronavirus. Uh, he was uh, battling dementia and uh, other ailments, and he succumbed to the virus. So uh, thoughts and prayers to his family and friends and the Saints organization. Did you know this? Tom Dempsey, on his kicking foot, did not have any toes. He had... Okay, I know exactly who this person is. He had a prosthetic yeah. boot, I pretty seen him much, kick to, that field goal. to go with his uh, with his kicking foot. Um, look, I know some people say, well, how, like, of course, if it's a prosthetic, he has an advantage. I'm sorry, bro. Nah, you nah, don't have nah. any toes? It's different. <laughs> you don't yeah, have any toes? You can't, like, you can't on, keep man. no balance. It's not. And he <laughs> was, that's, look, he was that's kicking. a disadvantage. Yes, and he was kicking. At that time, the straight angle, not the soccer style that most kickers kick with now. Uh, see, look, he was kicking he was, straight. He got a sixty-three yards. Type of leg. He got the Sebastian Janikowski. <laughs> he is sixty-three yards, man. Like, so yeah, or no? Nah, what's the thing? The Mike Vanderjack. <laughs> oh, I'm about to I, kick this football. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, but I'm gonna miss it in the playoffs. <laughs> Miss it wide, hey, right? Manning get up. Hey, Manning, you get upset at me. <laughs> and I'm going to talk junk about Peyton Manning. <laughs> uh, so thought, oh, no, absolutely. So thoughts and prayers to Tom Dempsey's family and friends and the Saints organization. Another person who tested positive for coronavirus. This is now a couple weeks ago this happened, but we did not talk about it because we haven't been on for about two weeks. The owner of the New York Knicks, Jimmy Dolan. And uh, look, look. There's a lot of people who are like keeping their fingers crossed for everybody in the world. I don't know who is like wishing a speedy recovery on this guy. Like no clue. I assume <laughs> it's somebody, but it can't be anyone in the in the New York area. <laughs> or any borough, I guess. I look, I don't know. That's like the most hated person like in the city, I imagine. Yo, Jimmy Jimmy or, Dolan. Yeah. Jimmy Dolan is the hated, most hated person in New York right now. He, he is one of the most well, hated. I I, I think, not a good New Yorker. <laughs> no, when people heard about him, <laughs> they were they were kind of like <laughs> they were kind of like uh, like is he out? Some people are just so like, is, is he still the president? Is he, is he is he not gonna make it? Like I saw some fans on social media that were kind of like, look, yo, nah, nah. the team's gonna have to look, sell. Vicious, vicious. I am not yo, that look, way. What? <laughs> What's my man? Jim Dolan is like, uh, he's the New Yorker that claims that uh, they invented wearing Nike boots. So uh, you already know how I feel about those type of guys. So um, I am about to. I'm about to say something very quote unquote controversial. Um, New York about doesn't have great Knicks? fashion at all. Their fashion is whack. I'm sorry. Okay, so it is not so good. Like, at all. ASAP Rocky gonna come up here and try to fight you, dog. ASAP Rocky isn't New York fashion no though. ASAP Rocky bet, isn't what. Bet. Perfect. ASAP <laughs> Rocky's ASAP Rocky. 
Look, as long as you said it, I don't want any problems with anybody from up there. <laughs> New York always tries to claim they 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 the the the, the originators or the mecca of something, uh, and then everywhere else oh is just better God. at it. This is hilarious. Maybe look, I'll give them this. New York is the mecca of basketball, especially when you think about okay, absolutely. Obviously, basketball started playground Mass- basketball. Basketball started in Massachusetts, but it really blew up in New York. And then a lot back in the day, you, a lot of the championships around the country all were in New York at one point. Like the NIT is still in New York. The NIT was the biggest tournament. The NCAA used to do a lot of tournaments in New York. I understand that. You know, the Mecca, you mentioned playground basketball. You mentioned street ball. Oh, no. Pee Wee Kirkland. Yeah, and then you mentioned, and then we talk about how uh, basketball helped with the uh, progression of hip hop. Look, I understand that, but Absolutely. when it comes to fashion, it's a big deal. New York fashion. Uh, Jerry's about not, to disrespect the whole city. Again. It's not like that. <laughs> it's not like that at all. And I know someone's gonna say, "Well, what's your wardrobe uh, look like?" Look, I am uh, not like. Nah, I'm look, very simple with my wardrobe. Me, you, could you could tell them so what's the thing? inappropriate words. But but yeah, New York fashion is not all of that and my cousins from new york are going to slander me now when they listen to this nah, absolutely everyone in else, the group chat absolutely they will they will like fry it. me they may like endorse uh, no, uh, excommunicate me uh from the group chat when they when it's they okay this, it'll but, be okay uh, it'll be okay but yeah new tell york them always... you still have new balances and Nike boots. <laughs> both of them five seven fours nine nine twos nine nine threes just like i saw this meme last night and i was tempted to respond to the person the person tried to say that um putting like dousing your french fries in like a sauce now look i didn't know what specific sauce it was but when i looked at the photo it looked like mambo sauce and they said oh Oh, you're not from new york they said it was mild sauce and I'm sitting, mm. there, I'm sitting there like, yo, y'all aren't the only people who do that. We do that with uh, our live, fries every, and our, our wings and everything down they here. Do at the carryout. <laughs> they ask, do you want everybody it on it? Everybody got a carryout. Exactly, dog. You want it on the side? Like, <laughs> or you want it on it? Anyways, oh we, spent, we spent like close to five minutes talking about, about this. Jeremy spent five minutes slandering New York in their fashion. And ASAP Rocky, most importantly. No, nah, I didn't. I didn't slander ASAP. <laughs> or no, nah, not ASAP. Long, li- long live ASAP, mom. Long live ASAP, <laughs> mom. All of them, <laughs> uh, for sure. Let's now get into the NFL. Update you on everything that has <laughs> happened in the sport or the football world. Um, if I could bring up my run sheet. Oh, um, draft. Draft plans. The NFL draft will be a virtual draft. Uh, this is, uh, <laughs> they'll, I guess, be using <laughs> Zoom. What does that or, mean? Well, they'll be using technology, like, like basically, it'll be okay. a one large conference it's like call. A draft, on, what? on TV. Look, this is like a fantasy football okay. draft, pretty much, with real people. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> what? You this know? is crazy. This should it's be, like a fantasy fantasy football draft. This should be really good. What? It should be really good. I guess. I don't know. What's my man? Is Mel Kuyper Jr. about to be up uh, there? Or yeah. is that somebody else? Mel Kuyper should have retired because remember he said if Jimmy Clausen nah. isn't good after nah, a certain nah, amount nah. of years, it's, he would have retired. He should retired, dog. Mel Kuyper Jimmy Clausen's still not good, right? <laughs> is Jimmy Clausen, he was in the, what's it, the hint to the Super Bowl? Still somehow in the he league. He went to the playoffs he's, ever? <laughs> He's still somehow in the league, and 
t- uh, Kaepernick isn't. So. There's no way. There's no way. There's <laughs> He's no still way in Jimmy the league. In the league. He has to be in the league. There's no way. He just I started re- a game for I the refuse. Bears just like two years ago. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Bruh, he's he terrible. Jimmy Clausen is so bad. <laughs> but anyways, uh, the draft will not be in no, Vegas like it's supposed to be. to be. Oh my gosh! But it uh, will be a virtual. It will be a virtual draft. Raiders upset. That's going to be a very unique situation. Uh, do you know what NFL uh, Red Zone? NFL Red Zone's back. Did you know that? What they? Sh- what are they? So nah. it started Monday. <laughs> nah. Monday, what they did was what they showed they, they showed red zone from week one on Monday. Oh, and then that Tuesdays, is Tuesdays week two. They should honestly, they should have been doing that. They should have been doing that. So they do. They could that. just play the seasons in reverse. They they do that um, like throughout the off season, but it's not as it's not as like it's it's spread out. This time they're doing it seventeen yeah, consecutive not, days. Yeah, yeah so oh, today, look. They, look, you could do a fantasy football league like that with like oh, an old year. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> so uh, if you was hurting, yeah. So or trying to like, <laughs> what? So That's so crazy. so today is week four on NFL Network, and um, and they are showing uh, it. Like Vikings might win. Today. They might. I don't know. I can't remember what y'all uh, what y'all did in week four. Right. I know the Cowboys. Well, lost. Cowboys lost in week four, but it was a Sunday night game, so it wasn't on red zone. So yeah, but uh, so that's a cool thing that the NFL is doing. Um, let's talk about. Uh, did you hear about Todd Gurley? What happened to Todd Gurley? Todd Gurley tweeted last night to the Los Angeles Rams. I'm waiting for my money. <laughs> so everyone's kind of oh, like, nah. what's Look, what's going that's on? That's not even what you. Wa- I don't even know. So, like, Pro Football Talk did an article crazy. on it, and they said how the Rams. What yes, the Rams they do. cut Todd Gurley before uh, a certain date in the. Uh, I forgot what date. Yeah. If he was on the roster, he was going to be guaranteed ten million. They cut him two days prior, but even though he was cut two days prior. Part of his contract still, still says he should have got seven point yeah. something of that still given to him, hey, and he's well, like, "Look, where my money at?" <laughs> and yeah, and um, yeah, the, the it seems like the yeah, Rams. Uh, Todd Gurley said he was about to sit out for two years. <laughs> I know he look. He definitely about to take that Rams money. So uh, the Rams right. are trying to say that well, he signed with the Falcons, so we shouldn't owe him any money and what? the cba what? pretty much says no you still owe him if he makes the roster then the falcons will then give you the rams some compensation back yeah. but todd Gurley as the <laughs> well, player still gets his money so <laughs> so that is the situation right now he tweeted that and then clay matthews retweeted it and said yeah i'm waiting on my money too so, oh, he got cut. Look, so I but look, Todd Gurley and Clay Matthews. You don't want them looking for you. So, so like, the Rams, uh, oh. Rams look like they're in some trouble. Also, um, their stadium might not even be ready. So we'll have to see how that plays out. Uh-oh, because um, what uh, what's going on with Greg the Leg though? Uh, we will talk about Greg the Leg a little later in this look, segment. I'm worried, dog. I'm worried now. I should have looked at this. <laughs> we will what? talk about Greg the Leg 
<laughs> a little bit later in this segment. But um, let's talk about Tom Brady real quick. Tom Brady was on. Okay. He was okay. on the Howard Stern radio show yesterday. Still did, talking. Did a two-hour interview with with him. Two hours. That's, look, that sounds right. Look, Tom Brady and Howard Stern, they've done interviews together before. And, uh, I don't think so. From the way they were talking. Look, that's what I'm saying. I don't think that's they've what done I'm saying. interviews at all. So this was did something. Did he bring somebody out? Did he? No. <laughs> like, we, got, we might have to watch that one. I listened, I listened to <laughs> some uh, of it. Howard Stern, crazy. I listened to some of it. It was really good. Probably the first 35 minutes of it. Um, it was good so far. I didn't even get to the juicy parts. There were some updates where he, pr- he pretty much said, you know, it was time for him to, to leave New England. He knew that at the beginning of last season that it was going to be his last season as a Patriot, especially after oh, the contract no. that they offered him. Um, he said that there is no beef with Belichick or Kraft. That's and, what he says. And he also talks about his uh, marriage to Giselle Bunchin, how he they had some issues that they had to work out, and it was surrounding football was one of the issues it was surrounding where some of the problems were coming up. And um, he said he had to make some choices. Listen, the Patriots cheating all the time. <laughs> he had to come up with uh, – he had to basically make some some choices in his life for him and his family this time. And he said Tampa was the no, best fit for him. Watch this. So um, if you can get a chance, check it out, Howard Stern. If you already have a SiriusXM subscription, uh, you should be able to listen to that anytime on their on-demand. If not – You should um, do the Breakfast Club too. If not, I know there's probably some YouTube uh, clips where you could find where he talks about uh, where he talks about the interview. But yeah, it was a very good interview. He is now a Tampa Bay Buccaneer, playing in Florida, tax free. Bucks looking crazy. When it comes Bucks to looking crazy, when too. it comes to the state side, state tax, by the way. But uh, yeah, tax free in Florida. That's why a lot of free agents free agents look for Florida, Texas. Now that uh, the Rams are going to uh, Vegas, Vegas, you know Nevada is one of those states where is no state income tax. Got to get one in. Uh, what is it? I don't know. That's it, right? Yeah, I, <laughs> those are I think when it comes to the professional, the states with professional yeah. teams, I think that's it. There's some other states that have no state income tax. I just can't remember off the top of my head. Oh, uh, it, uh, Alaska got something weird. Alaska got something weird. What if Alaska ever gets like looked, a major professional team nope. out there? That would be kind of wild. Hockey. Hockey. I mean, I mean figure hockey, skating. Hockey could work. Baseball. Hockey could Look, work. Baseball could be lit in Alaska. Is was it? They, they could the have what's the trash. outdoor game out there. The weather's going to be trash for baseball. I hope so. Like even in the summer, it's cool. <sighs> they could, indoor stadium. Jeez, what is it? They gotta build. It gotta be indoor because of the polar bears. <laughs> I assume, dog. It's a uh, and whales. What can't have no whale coming through the stadium, dog? That's crazy. Last <laughs> look. That's a wild place. Uh, let's talk about. Let's uh, get into your. Oh, no. Let's look, get into your. Um, I gotta be able to edit these notes. We, we need to have shared notes. We, we do have shared notes, man. <laughs> Let's get into your Minnesota Vikings, What's Matthew. Uh, terrible. Um, Adam Thielen. Yeah, Ad, uh, Adam Thielen has been sad for 
uh, since everything has started, I guess. But <laughs> Adam Thielen is still yeah. bummed out about the Stefan Diggs yeah. train. He said Diggs is one of my yeah. best friends. Uh, we also work well together, and um, <laughs> we've learned from each other. And uh, it's going to be pretty different with him not on the team anymore. Um, I've I've said this for the last. I've said this for the last two years. When it comes to a one-two punch of wide receivers, they were the best one-two in the league. Now they broke it up. It's done now. Are there other receiving cores that are better? Yes, if you're going to count all five As receivers, like a group. Yeah, but bro. if you're just talking about <laughs> one-two, the running back. If you're talking about one-two, they were the best one-two, and now they're not together. Let's now so get one. Hero now. <laughs> Let's now get into my Dallas Cowboys. This is terrible. This is terrible news. Also, but Dalla- different terrible. The Dallas Cowboys signed Alden Smith to the team. Alden I Smith. Didn't, like I saw this name, I was like, "Is he? He still plays football? <laughs> he's on this lit. Oh, I mean, what? he's he's not eligible. How did that happen? He's not eligible to play yet. You said he's still okay. seeking All reinstatement. Right. All right. Um, okay. If he's, look, reinst- I just wanted to make sure. <laughs> look, I don't know if Jerry Jones knows something, or if Jerry well, he Jones has to. He has is just to. like, let me just take a chance, and if he isn't reinstated, I could probably just cut him with a minimal loss. I don't, I don't know what yeah. he's thinking, but. Yes. Where's well, what's my man Tank Williams? <laughs> Tank Johnson. Him, Tank Johnson. him. Both of them. <laughs> Both of them. Ah, um the Cowboys still have hat, like I know who the Cowboys still have Randy Gregory, who isn't eligible to play yet. Uh, okay. I know he does some crazy stuff, but ain't nobody like what's my man? Alden Smith. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> or take Johnson. Nah, t- look, see, I don't even remember when I don't even remember what Al- Alden Smith did. He, he just, I know just like, multiple I, marijuana suspensions, and I mean, just okay, like Josh that, Gordon. Like, that's regular. And I think he had like a that's regular. I think he had a DV uh, accusation that didn't amount to anything, but uh, but it was the drugs oh, that no. that got him look, in the situation that he's in. I know Tank Williams. It was not anything like that. <laughs> Tank Williams was about that. Was about that. Tank Johnson no, no. was about that he life. Just, his w- very fitting nickname. <laughs> Other news with the Dallas Cowboys. Good news for me. Bad news for Matthew. Yeah, no, that's what I want to hear. What happened with this one? The Cowboys signed Greg Zerline to a contract. This is terrible. AKA this Greg is terrible, the Leg. Uh, AKA Young GZ. I, uh, so now the Cowboys. I hate, I hate this. This is so stupid. By the way, oh the, my gosh. the Cowboys had a good kicker at the end of last year. Now that's what I'm saying. The Cow- who was the what's the Cowboys uh, kicker that they had like two years ago? Billy Cut? No, not Billy. Ba- uh, Dan Bailey. Who's your kicker now? Who's who, who's yeah, bounced back? Oh my gosh. He's bounced back. <sighs> he's he's good. He's good. But what's the thing? Greg the leg was kicking. What's the thing? He was sixty-yard field yeah. goals on YouTube. Yeah, he was. He was. He was. He was, he was launching to a pool. He was definitely launching. Nah, he got, look, his nickname is Greg the Leg. <laughs> he was definitely launching those kicks. That's so now the, the Cowboys. Cowboys definitely have some help when it comes to the kicking game. Uh, there were some issues Absolutely. last year earlier when the Cowboys had Brett Maher, who he, I, Brett Maher didn't lose yeah. the Cowboys games, but he also didn't help the Cowboys. He was missing some field goals. In, in some he was situations, definitely missing field goals. 
And then once they made a replacement, and I know someone's going to say I'm not a good cowboy or I'm not a good Cowboys fan because I can't remember who the who was the kicker after Brett Maher. It's not important. I'm having a blank right now, and he ended the year pretty they good. Got Greg the leg now. Um, Did not have a nickname. <laughs> Cowboys now have Greg the leg. We'll have to see how that goes for the rest of the Cowboys. Now let's get to the all-decade team in the NFL. Did you get to see the okay. all-decade team, Matt? I have not. Look, who's who's the quarterbacks? Quarterbacks are – who, We got to see the possible snubs. Look, what? Who's gonna, on this team all-decade? Uh, here we go. Quarterbacks. Who do, you, who do you think are the two quarterbacks on the all-decade team? All decade, it's only two quarterbacks. Yeah, two quarterbacks. That's oh, Tom, uh, Tom Brady, Ben Roethlisberger, or how did they pick like, <laughs> Ben Roethlisberger? <laughs> did they win Look, a Super Bowl in this decade? How many Super Bowls he won? Oh, true. I don't Look, think they won a Super Bowl this decade. Start? What decade is this? This is the the tens. The this, what is it? Oh, Russell Wilson. Is it Russell Wilson? Dog? What? No. Aaron Rodgers and Tom Brady. Look, okay. That, that, Drew Brees, that is that look. is exactly who it is. Aaron Rodgers and Tom Brady are your okay, uh, quarterbacks. I was close. Who else? What's the running back situation? Uh, there are four running backs. I'll let you for yeah. the decade. Yeah, one, two, three, four. Yeah, four running backs. Nah, I'm not gonna be in a guess. I'll let you guess uh, until you get three strikes, Matthew. All right, hold on. Running backs. Look, yes. I'm about to get you. It's uh. Dang, uh, it's not. It can't be Tiger, really. Like, there's that's, no way. Is, oh, I'm, I'm not going to even. No, that's not, that's a, not a strike. Look, that's is not a Kamara guess. one of them? No, Kamara is so not strike. on this list, right? Okay, no, Kamara just got in the nah, league. That's definitely a strike. Now, but look, since he got in the league, he has been going crazy yeah. at least the last. So four years. you make that's a great half a decade. You make a great point because there's that's some guys on here. Later, you're going to be like, "Yo, they, they just don't got make here. any sense." <laughs> but go ahead. Camaro's I'm not going to be the guest running backs. Come it's, on, Matthew. Come on. I, I, I'm trying to think. You should, I, you should. Who's been killing it, dog? Because for the decade, yes. Aaron Rodgers and Tom. Oh, uh, no. Look, what's my man? Uh, Marshawn Lynch. That is one of them. Okay. So you have one out of the four. Marshawn With Lynch. one strike. I, it's no. Uh, dude, this is difficult. Nah. Look, just go, let's get the wide receivers or something. It's no way. <laughs> so the the three other well, running backs. Who else, look, who you, else you is should, it? <laughs> three other running backs: Frank Gore, uh, Lashawn McCoy. It's no way. It's no way. And you should be ashamed. That you okay. You should I be like ashamed Shady. that you don't know this one. Adrian Peterson. Adrian Peterson, stop playing with me. Stop <laughs> playing with me. What? <laughs> Adrian Peterson. <laughs> what? Come on, look, man. I didn't even think LaShawn McCoy should have been on that thing because he look uh he's been on a lot of teams and cut and like not like he's produced been hurt a lot. He's, oh he's, no. He's produced he's though. produced for sure, but he was in that was the wasteland that is the Bills. It is it is the longevity part. That's what it is. Because he has literally nah, played. Same thing with Frank thing. Gore. Yeah. Like Frank Gore is not out here balling like that. <laughs> There's four wide receivers. He's, like, like, he's still in the league. Four wide receivers. Um, I'm going to give you the chance until you get three strikes, Matthew. Four wide receivers? Yes. This is hard, though. This should be easy, Matthew. It's not. Oh, Antonio Brown? Yes. Is one. Look. Okay. Bet. All right. Julio Jones. That's two. DeAndre Hopkins. That's one strike. 
Okay, this is a wrong list now. <laughs> no. this, uh, this list is uh, AJ Green. What? <laughs> Two strikes. I, will throw, I should look, give you three. I will throw. <laughs> look. On, I'm not dog. even looking. I'm not even. Uh, Steve Smith. Steve Smith. <laughs> You're disrespectful. That is look, three strikes, bro. I don't even know who to say. Here are the who other two on wide receivers. We got, who wrote this list? Here's the who other wrote two this wide list, receivers. Jeremy? Larry Fitzgerald. Oh, my bad. My bad. <laughs> and Calvin Johnson. <laughs> okay. All right. <laughs> Uh, Calvin Johnson retired six years ago. How AJ Green and Julio Jones ain't catch him yet? Uh, come on, tight, and, uh, tight ends. And he played. For, this is terrible. Tight ends are Rob Gronkowski, Gronkowski and Gronkowski. Travis Kelsey, and the flex is look, Darren look, Sproles. The next person I was gonna say. <laughs> uh, let's go to this the is t- a fantasy football flex. What position does Darren Sproles play? That's a running back. Uh, tackles are uh, Jason Peters of the Eagles, Tyron Smith of the Cowboys, Joe Staley of the 49ers, Joe Thomas of the Cleveland Browns. Um, hey. When it comes to guards, Jari Evans of the Saints and Packers, oh, Logan Evans, Mankins too. of the Patriots and Buccaneers, Zach Martin of the Dallas Cowboys, Marshall Yonder of Yonda of the Baltimore Ravens centers, Alex Mack of the Browns and the Falcons and Marquise Pouncey of the Steelers. Let's go to the defensive (laughs) side. Calais Campbell, uh, Cameron Jordan, Julius Peppers, JJ Watt are the defensive ends. Defensive tackles are Geno Atkins, Fletcher Cox, Aaron Donald and Indomitian Sue linebackers, Chandler Jones, Luke Keekley, Khalil Mack, Vaughn Miller, Bobby Wagner, Patrick Willis, uh, cornerbacks, Patrick Peterson, Patrick Darrell Revis, Sh- Richard Sherman, uh, def- um, other defensive backs that they added, Chris Harris Jr., Tyron Matthew, and then safeties, Eric, Badger. Eric Berry, Earl Thomas, Eric Weddle. When it comes to the kickers, Steven Goskowski and Justin Tucker, Hunters are Johnny Hecker and Shane Leckler. Kick returners are Devin Hester, Corderell Patterson. Um, hey, let's, that's a Viking kind of. <laughs> punt, punt returners, Tyreek Hill and Darren Sproles. Darren Sproles has two positions on this team. I don't like that. And, I don't um, like that. This list is invalid now, dog. <laughs> they gave him a flex and a kick return spot. He's a running back. <laughs> and um, coaches. Bill Belichick and Pete Carroll. Let's get to the snubs, though. Who do you think was snubbed on this list, Matthew? Russell Wilson. You think so? What? I don't know. He couldn't have been a quarterback, but I'm trying to think. So, Uh, that's probably it. I would say this about Russell Wilson. He's him and him and Rogers have been pretty close. So it could have went they either like way. Two B and two A. <laughs> now a lot of people are talking about Drew Brees, how he should have been on the list. Look, I can't speak about him. Uh, what's the thing? <laughs> Objectively, <Without> my <laughs> hatred getting involved. <laughs> yes, yeah, sure, sure. That's the, one way to say it. <laughs> the thing about Drew Brees is he missed a lot of postseason play during this decade. Like. He had like a four-year stretch or three-year stretch where they just didn't make the playoffs. And then, obviously, they ended up getting like... And then they lost some games last year when 
Once he was playing, dog, Teddy Bridgewater ain't losing no games. Yeah, so um, that's that's a snub. But he could was it? That could be a snub, I guess. But I don't like Drew Brees that much. Here's a snub that I am actually shocked that people thought he was a snub because I honestly didn't think Mm -hmm. he would have qualified. But when I'm looking at a lot of these uh, articles um, from, you know. Is it Marvin Harrison? When did he retire? Nah, I think Marvin Harrison might have been in the. <laughs> I, nah, well, I don't know. Is, that I was with the Randy Moss for the decade before, I think. One of these, one of the snubs that but, uh, who? A lot I'm of people are talking here. about uh, Des Bryant being a snub, and I'm shocked. Okay, no, I'm shocked because I don't even <laughs> think he <laughs> should have been on the All Decade team, especially when you start thinking about the guys that are ahead of him. But um, I'm actually shocked that the media members who think. He's a snub. Now they say, they say, um, because of the amount of touchdowns he's put up, that he should have just been one of them. But the four he guys ahead of him, the four guys ahead of him are just clearly better. Another cowboy. I mean, Calvin was a beast. Another cowboy that was mentioned was Jason Witten because they say Jason Witten is literally the. There's only two, only two tight ends that's ever had. Um, I think. 500 yards and like three touchdowns in 10 year stretch like for every year what, in a 10 year stretch what is it him and, and gonzo and yeah and um not only that i mean his numbers really just dropped last year and the previous year yeah. that he played so that was someone but and and that was the that was the person that a lot of people said Whoa, Travis Kelsey just got hot like the last two years. Like, how That's is he the all decade saying. And, and then when you start, like, if, what's if, the dude? If you're going to do uh, that, you nah, got to put Patrick look. Mahomes as the other quarterback then. That's what I'm saying, bro. Or at least, like, was there's anybody else other than Travis Kelsey? Like, that doesn't make any sense. Like, he's balling, yeah, but it's that, it's clearly Patrick Mahomes in that offense who is responsible for everything in KC and Andy uh, Reid Andy Reid ain't getting no love that was another snub Andy Reid wasn't the coach the other coach of the decade and Pete Carroll was Andy Reid has had a better win percentage uh with the with the Kansas City Chiefs but yes better playoff record during this stretch also Uh, so that was bro Alvin Kamara has been going I assume crazier than Travis Kelsey has like the last three or four years. You know what I'm saying? Like he's putting up crazy tight end numbers because it was literally just him and Gronk, I guess, like three years ago. But it's some other really, really good tight ends on the defensive side. Don't play with the best quarterbacks on the defensive side. Some people are saying that Cameron Wake was a snub for the all decade team. No, Um, no, Also, some people are saying Demarcus Ware. Because of the amount of sacks, Demarcus uh, Ware is. I think he got a lot of sacks. He got a lot of sacks. Yeah, he has a lot of sacks. And, and then, they had Keekly or the who? They, they didn't have Keekly as a linebacker, did they? Keekly oh, was, was a linebacker. Yeah, not hear that. Jesus Christ! Huh? So Cameron, the, the Dolphins. Who made this list? It was you know it's the NFL and whatever their media that does this. Here's here's a tweet that we talks about send them a letter. Here's a tweet that talks about Cameron Wake versus Julius Peppers. Cameron Wake and 100. Uh, I don't know when hear any Julius Pepper slander. <laughs> so listen to what? this. What? This. <laughs> Cameron Wake played 141 games. Peppers won 44. Uh-huh. Cameron Wake had 95 okay. sacks. 
Julius Peppers, 78 and a half. Cameron Wake had 215 Ooh, quarterback hits. And Julius Peppers, yep. 125 quarterback hits. Cameron Wake, 93. You said, say it again? Ooh. Cameron, Cameron Wake had 215 right. quarterback hits. Julius Peppers, 125. Mm. So 90 more quarterback hits. During that Look, same that's stretch, what I, that's what I thought. <laughs> uh, one ninety-three <laughs> tackles for loss compared to Pepper's eighty-four tackle uh-huh. for loss. Cameron Wake has two safeties. Um, they uh-huh. both have five Did- Pro Bowl appearances, and uh, Pepper's uh-huh. has five interceptions versus Cameron Wake's one interception, and Pepper's has two touchdowns. Okay, dude, that's one. Do you want me to tell you what the other giant difference between Julius Peppers and Cameron uh, Wake is for those 10 years? Uh, what one is of them it, was on man? a team that was like pretty good, and one of them was on a team that maybe won eight games through that 10 year span. Like, <laughs> I it's true. It's true. You're, you're telling the truth. That's what I'm saying. Like, I understand that Cameron Wake is pretty good, but like, uh, he literally got to rush the quarterback all the time because the Dolphins were getting blown out for a decade. <laughs> like you get way more opportunities to run uh, to blitz the quarterback when your team is literally getting blown out after the first quarter. Yeah, man. So, so that was one Report, of the- what is it? R.I.P. Ryan Tannehill. <laughs> uh, Demarcus Cousins. Um, Demar- not Demarcus Cousins. Demarcus Ware. Oh, is he about um, to play for the NFL? He, I got to look up his stats where he is on the all-time sacks list, but he has, I think, he has a lot of sacks. He has one hundred thirty-eight and a half sacks. Yeah, and that's like top four or something. I let me see if I could find the sack. Um, he's up there when it comes to sack leaders. uh, That's not. It's like Reggie White and Kevin, or not Kevin Green. And uh, Bruce Smith, Michael Strahan, I think maybe Chris Dolan. Not that many people ahead of him. Yeah, I think maybe Chris. What's it there? He's super high on the list. Oh, the Pro Football Reference has Pro Football Reference has an actual tab called uh, Leaders. (laughs) So, uh, so let me go to sacks for that. You gotta be high on that list. Um, sacks, sacks, sacks. Cameron Wake, dog. I can't believe that. <laughs> Who does he play? Is he still playing for the Dolphins? You know, I ain't gonna lie. I don't even know. At this point, he just patting his stats now. <laughs> what? He's never gonna leave them, dog. At this point, I, I really, I don't even know where Cameron Wake to be honest is. But yeah, um, that's what I'm saying. How how are you getting this many sacks? And you, your team never wins a game. You know, I should have when the Texans were bad somehow. They I should have just. They will uh, win a couple games off some sucks. You're right. I should have just. Wikipedia. T- typed in all time leader. Uh, Demarcus Ware. Let's see where he is on the list. He's number nine. Only behind Terrell Suggs, Jason Taylor, He's Michael Strahan, bro. Chris Dolan. Terrell Suggs not on that other list, dog. When did he. <laughs> look, no. We got. Look. Julius gotta Peppers. Look at this list again. Julius Peppers, Kevin Green, Reggie White. Uh, Bruce Smith. Those are the only guys who are ahead of Demarcus right. Ware. And when it comes to active players, I think Terrell Suggs is the highest active player, and that's only by this is a half sack. 
There's there's only a difference of a half sack between Demarcus Ware and Terrell Suggs. So yeah, so that that is the one where a lot of people say possible snub when it comes to Terrell Suggs. Why I got snubbed? That's yeah, that's one of them Wake. I didn't even think about people are up in arms about Cameron Wake. (laughs) (laughs) What? Oh my God! Was Ed Reed not? Oh, oh no! Nah, nah, never was, mind. Ed Reed retired what Ed, 2012, I think, or or 13. Okay, but but perfect, or perfect. something like that. Sure. Or 2000. No, or, sure. no, he retired a little later, but it was a minute because uh, he went to the Texans was, for that two years span when he was he, hurt for two years. Yeah, yeah, you're right, you're right. I guess the logic for Ed Reed was you were you were hot the decade before, like. Like you really were hot. Look, you I were Ed it. Reed the decade he, he, before. He was a yeah. so yes. Uh, Tom Terrell Brady Suggs was still Terrell Suggs. Tom Brady was on this uh, All Decade team, and then the previous All Decade team. So uh, two decades where he was on that team. Uh, that will wrap it up for our NFL segment. Let's now get into the NBA recap. That is everything that has happened in the NBA in the last couple weeks. Uh, let's start with the Pro Basketball Hall of Fame. Uh, the Pro Basketball Hall of Fame for 2020. Oh, man, it's a it's a special one. Uh, they have a lot of great players in this. You have, unfortunately, the Everybody. late Kobe Bryant will be inducted. Kevin Garnett. Tim Duncan. Tamika Catchings. Let me look up the rest of the... Um, the rest of the inductees, but... Man, it's it's gonna be it's gonna be it's it's gonna be really good. Let's start off with Kobe Bryant real quick, though. How do you think uh, the who do you think is gonna actually speak in his honor? Do you think it's gonna be Vanessa Bryant? Do you think it's gonna be uh, a former player? Do you think it's gonna be a I friend? Hope uh, I hope it's Derek Fisher. Okay. If I had to, look, if I had to pick somebody, I hope it's Derek Fisher or. Uh, What's the thing? Shaq, I guess, but maybe Powell, just because Powell is like, or look, it's got to be no fuck, it's got to be Phil Jackson. That's the only person, like for real, for Phil or Vanessa. That's it. Whoever it is, maybe Genie Bus. Whoever it is, obviously, I want the Bryant family to uh, give their blessing. Oh no! But I, I, I mean, not. not I don't. It can't be Magic Johnson. No. Or like Kareem Abdul Jabbar, <laughs> somebody like that. It's got, or Jer- like it could be Jerry West. It could like for real. For it real, could it be. Could be Jerry West. It could but, be Jerry West. Uh, I would love to Bill have. Jackson makes sense. Shaq makes sense. I would love that. I would love it to actually be like a joint speech. Just have different people go up nah, there for sure. Because this is extenuating be circumstances. Like this is. Nah, this this don't ever happen. Yeah, where the inductee literally <laughs> passes away months before it happens, yeah. and it be a someone this of this caliber. Happens. You know, we've had people pass away, and then you know after their death they were honored. But, Get inducted, but it was yeah. years later and things like this is this is still fresh. I I like want literally a couple months ago. I won't mind if it's Michael Jordan and. Jerry West, nah, 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 it can and like, Shaq, that, look, that'd be cool. And uh, cool. those guys, I hope it's Glenn Rice, dog. <laughs> Glenn Rice, oh look, I love Glenn Rice. <laughs> but um, Kobe like passing him the ball sometimes. <laughs> but you bring up a great thing about uh, <laughs> look, Derek it wasn't too many. <laughs> you bring up a- <laughs> Derek Fisher makes sense because Derek it came Fisher in the league the same year. 
They came in the league the same year. And look, he passed the ball to Derek Fisher too, but (laughs) he liked passing the ball to Glenn Rice. Uh, We mentioned uh, Tim Duncan. Uh, He was a three-time Finals MVP, 15-time All-Star. you know who else going in? Kevin KG Garnett, fifteen-time oh, All-Star, nine-time All-Defensive First it's Team. Too much already. Uh, you have Tamika Catchins, who was a ten-time WNBA oh, All-Star and four-time like Olympic lit. medalist. You have the uh, Baylor head coach Kim Mulkey, who's um. I'm not sure who that is. She was three-time NCAA oh, I, 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 national no. championship coach. Okay, that's um, you have five-time Division Two. Yeah, five-time Division Two National Coach of the Year Barbara Stevens, four-time okay. uh, National Coach of the Year Eddie Sutton, and two-time NBA okay, champion Eddie Rudy Sutton. Tom Jonovich. Tom, oh no! Man. Look, Rudy Tom Jonovich has escaped death more times than any NBA player <laughs> should have ever had to escape death. Yeah. Like, yeah, shout out to him. Uh, like, so yeah, it, that 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 class. Uh, is he getting inducted as a coach or a player? Has to be a coach, right? So, I guess what? as a coach, but he didn't. How he had did a, they just pick him to go in this year? I guess some of the other coaches ahead of him were probably just better. I guess. But uh, and also, he's a good coach. And also, as we get further and further away from those two titles in Houston, people are kind of like, you know what? I guess he really was good. It wasn't just a stretch. (laughs) You know, it wasn't just a stretch where he, where he, where the Rockets dominated because Jordan wasn't there. No, he was actually really good as a head coach. He he was was a really good player. Team Elijah was there also. He look, uh, look. I have not seen him play too many basketball. I, uh, yeah, no, I've only seen uh, bad things about Rudy Tomjanovich on the basketball court. Rudy Tomjanovich. I'm gonna go or on basketball the, uh, reference real quick. He, he got some all star appearances, right? Five time all star. I, I've never seen like. him shoot a basketball. <laughs> look, that's what I'm saying. Five time all star. Never seen him shoot a basketball. He averaged 17 and a half points. Uh, close to eight rebounds. He's getting buckets out. Two that was assists. when the NBA games would be like fifty-five to fifty-eight. Nah, come on, dog. You disrespect. Like, he was getting. That's like the, the I'm pace joking, was. I'm joking, I was about to say the pace like, was. Like, the pace was even faster. <laughs> <laughs> what do you got? <laughs> Look, I, I know. Fifty percent from the field. Six or something. Fifty fifty percent from the field. Uh, he didn't get punched in the face because he was bad at basketball. <laughs> like I don't think that that was ever the case. Yeah, and his uh, PER is close. I've never seen him shoot a basketball. His PER is close to 17, so some solid numbers. Other he's N- good. He's, I know he's a good coach. Other NBA news, uh, possible restart dates. NBA still trying to work that out okay. to see if they could possibly start in May. Were there no snubs this year for the uh, for uh, Hall of Fame? So, how did they, did they vote? Yeah, it's 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 they voted already. These are the, these are the people who are going in. These are the final numbers. Um, the only snub that I can really think of, and he's only a snub because he should have been inducted a long time ago. This year, he wasn't uh-huh. going to get in because of the amount of players that were getting in. Like we're talking about, Shaq, Duncan, and Garnett Everybody, all retired nah, the same year. It's but a, it's a lot. But Chris Weber should have already been oh. there. 
That's your favorite basketball player, though. That is my second favorite basketball player. He should player, be in there now. But he should have already been there. Who's your favorite basketball player? Michael Jordan. Oh, true, true, true. Michael Jordan. That makes Chris Webber's well, my kind of second. Makes sense. Uh, but, but, um, yeah, Chris Webber should have already been there. And this, no one likes Jamal Howard. And this is the thing. When you don't get in when you're supposed to, you end up waiting even oh, longer no. because someone else who might have been better years, than you maybe. would it would get in. Yep. So now we gotta look until next year. Uh like like let's be real. Chris Weber had a better career than Trace McGrady. Let's not let's not try and act like Abs- look, look, I uh absolutely. I don't even like Chris Weber and I can get behind that because I'm tired of people. What's the thing? Look, Trace McGrady was very good. He was hurt. For 16 years, <laughs> and, and like, we're he talking only about played like five good seasons. We're talking about didn't get out the first round until his very last season when he was riding Look. the bench with the Spurs. Wore the worst suit ever when he got drafted. <laughs> worse than Charles Barkley. Worse than Carl Malone. Worse than Melo and LeBron. So, or uh, no, that was he didn't even get drafted that year. He was just on ESPN hanging out. Oh, you're talking about that suit? <laughs> yeah, that suit was yes. so bad. Yeah. <laughs> he was just I, kicking I, it like I, that was his. <laughs> that, that was his day off. <laughs> Yo, them <laughs> pants were so. Is he's already six Look, eight, but those pants were for someone who was like seven two. <laughs> yeah. He stole those from Shaq. He stole those from Shaq for sure. There's no doubt in my mind. Or no, Yao Ming. Yao Ming, my bad. They were, they, no he, doubt in my mind. He didn't realize he was going to actually have to stand up on the on the set. So what? he was like, damn, these pants are too well, he, big. He, I'm just going to have to wear them. Did he get driven to his chair? <laughs> How did he walk anywhere? Oh, what? my goodness. But, yeah, like Chris Webber should have already been inducted. So, And there's some other That's guys who I'm probably should have already been dresser. there. But... um. Yeah, but this year because of Absolutely. everything going on and the people who actually made it, no one's ever, no it? one's really talking we about the actual gotta, snubs for for this year. No, nah, not nah, look next year. We got to start a petition for Baby Shaq to get into the NBA or the Basketball Hall of Fame or the Crime Stopper, either or both of them. We gonna have to start. Uh, what is it? The sports reality get somebody in the Hall of Fame <laughs> field petition or something. <laughs> Oh man! Well, I'm telling you, though, look, who better than Baby Shaq, dog? Nobody. <laughs> or like five, or uh, he should have been on the All Decade team. What? He better than Tony Milwaukee, dog? I, <laughs> or not? To, uh, look, what's my man? Not, uh, not even Tony Milwaukee. What's the the tight end for the Chiefs? I give Tony it, uh, Gonzalez. No, 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 not even him. The oh, Travis one. Kelsey. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, look, see, that's what I'm saying. Look, the Chiefs always had good tight ends. <laughs> Other news in the NBA, um, possible restart dates, looking at possibly May and then trying to get a few regular season games in and then um, try weird. and that's actually um, try and actually have a postseason We'll have to wait and see how all that plays out. Uh, if, you know, let's say the re- the regular season doesn't start until about, let's just say it doesn't start until sometime in May. The middle of baseball season. Do, okay. you, do you think uh, Kyrie Irving and Kevin Durant will return for the Nets? Uh, I hope so. Like, the Nets better hope so. <laughs> I really can't see KD coming back, though. Like, or need, dude, I have Jeremy. 
I have no idea. <laughs> I wouldn't be that surprised. I mean, uh, their owner right. spoke out and said, yeah, at the moment, we're not expecting any of them to come back from their injuries. They yeah. also said how it wouldn't be fair to Kevin Durant, who, by the way, got injured because he rushed back from an injury <laughs> uh, to then rupture his Achilles to then oh, say, hey, you know what? Hey, it's we need May. you back. Playoff push. And let's get it. Yeah, let's, let's get, get you get for the playoffs. Yeah, I don't think that's fair. I know Kevin Durant probably feels like, yo, I can do this. Like, But you're just putting yourself back somebody in that look. same situation uh, where. I hope somebody is talking to KD. That's not a good idea. It would not be a good idea. Some, uh, somebody should have stopped him last year from doing that. For real, for real. Yeah, like, should have. He was up. clearly hurt. And, but I, I think I, um, I get it. I get it. I think the the Nets should just go into this season like, look, we know they're not going to be here, so let's. Uh, yeah, they should get ready for the lottery. <laughs> like, I mean, they they, they not, probably should. Uh, they need to get they just get a decent lottery <laughs> pick. And you never know. They might. I can't be, believe they fired. Look, they might be the fourteenth team when it come to odds, but you never know. Odds sometimes work in your favor and then you end up getting a high exactly. draft pick to go along with your stu- exactly. two all-stars that are coming back so we have to see and how Karis LeVert and yep Inspector Dinwiddie terrible what is DeAndre Jordan that should not be on that team <laughs> maybe uh the last dance documentary like, Jerry Allen the same person oh yeah nah, that's that's uh that's out or that's coming up it's coming up this Sunday I think it got moved up remember it was supposed to come out in the summer after the finals, but uh-huh. because of uh, the fans and obviously LeBron James being one of the more vocal fans, uh, they decided ESPN decided to move the release date to this coming Sunday. Matthew, LeBron's too powerful. He just screaming at people to make movies come out, and they just come out. Matthew, give That's me great. a prediction. Give me a prediction of a possible uh-huh. shocking revelation. From this ten-part series, what is it? This is about the uh, about the, the NCAA bull- dance. No, dog. <laughs> the Bulls no, look, last season, no Michael Ju- the Michael Jordan documentary. What? <laughs> it's a Michael Jordan dude. It's this is the last season with the Bulls or the last season with the Wizards. The Bulls. And and then Dude, obviously they're a, talking this about the they won the championship. Yeah, the Bulls, oh, man. Nah. This could be bad, dog. We can't watch this. What? Oh no, nah. that's uh. Oh no. What is what that's is one revelation that you think will come out of this that we're gonna be like, whoa, no one knew about this. That there is secretly video evidence of Steve Kerr beating Michael Jordan at that practice. A free throw contest and then the fight was actually won by Steve Kerr if that were to be on tape it would blow many people's minds like could you imagine that, like, if Steve Kerr beat Michael Jordan and then beat him up in a fist fight like and they are going to address I, that I, in the documentary because look, that's um, what I'm saying they, people might stop buying Jordans if that happens start buying Steve Kerr's they are going to you address this because I've already seen some free clips. throw competition to Steve Kerr and just and then he beat you up. And just how people talk about that story, <laughs> Steve Kerr was Bruh. he was fed up with Michael. He said, "I don't care who you are. You're not about to." Look, 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 look. He was fed I up. Already, with- look, I already know how that conversation went. 
Hey, Bro, I forgot be, who else had chimed. to be hilarious. I forgot who else chimed in. I hope it. Dennis Robin was there. Can Dennis Robin please be uh, doing the color commentary <laughs> for this whole thing? All ten parts. No, oh man, it's. The, I think that's that's a good one that we we're actually gonna find out more Bro, about that. Fight. Nah, I want to. What's the thing? I definitely uh, is is Madonna gonna have a segment? Is Scotty? <laughs> is where's Scotty at? This is ridiculous. I do want to see how does Justin Timberlake and Carmen Electra tie into this. I do want to see that. Justin Timberlake. Yeah, you know, from Chicago, they they should have had Derrick Rose narrating this. Never mind, dog. I take it all back. But Derrick Rose, they're in it. This is ridiculous, dog. I'm look. I'm gonna have to watch this. This this not a thirty for thirty, is it? Um, I mean, it's technically not a thirty for thirty, but. It's an ESPN documentary. Okay, I'm gonna try to watch this dog. I want to see Steve Kerr talk about getting in a fight with Michael Jordan. That's hilarious. <laughs> um, other news. Um, Ben Wallace. He was he was yeah. interviewed somewhere. I don't even know where he was interviewed. And um, <laughs> or who interviewed him? That's how you know he's about to say something crazy. <laughs> he had some comments about. Carmelo Anthony, remember the Detroit Pistons in the 2003 NBA draft decided to draft Darko Milicic. Worst selection ever. Instead Worst of pick ever. Carmelo Anthony, who went to the very next pick to Any, the Denver Nuggets. Anyone else. Chris Bosh. Anyone else. <laughs> Dwayne Wade. <laughs> um, like literally anybody else. Ben Wallace, though, says that if the Pistons had drafted carmelo anthony that they would not have uh-huh. won that finals in 2004 because carmelo anthony like would have been focused on trying to get more playing time on this team and it would have uh, killed okay. the chemistry okay what do you think about that so ben wallace is a very good defender but like and a, look ben wallace is the best center to ever play that is under six foot seven or however tall ben wallace he's very short but uh yeah, Carmelo would have definitely helped that team out a whole lot. Like, I forgot uh, Rasheed Wallace was on that team. Uh, they could have pioneered small ball with Carmelo at the four. For real, for real. And have uh, Tayshawn at the three. Richard and Chauncey Billups. That's still good. <laughs> wow. Like, yeah, I like, think. That's what I'm saying. I didn't even, bro. There's no way that team could have failed. I think it's very disrespectful. Like, it's- to Carmelo Anthony that all these people always got stuff to say about him and it's not even like all the quite time like Ben Wallace factual. <laughs> it's not sure. even that remember Chauncey like, said what he said about yep. yeah I don't I, I just don't about Melo yeah about Melo how he said Melo was more focused about he stats. catches a lot of strays he catches a lot of strays unfortunately he's He's a very good on the offensive end, but like it seemed like that was the only part of the basketball he cared about, and I assume that's not the truth. You know uh, what I'm saying? Like, so he's definitely an offensive threat. So yeah, I think he just always gets, like you said, these stray bullets, and people always talk about him <laughs> from Look, Ben Wallace. Come on, dog. <laughs> if if Carmelo's on that team, they win not just one. They end up beating the Spurs the next year, and they might possibly fight for a a three seed, and they would have been to the finals, you know, consecutive years or more than three years. They would have got younger. 
Then it got younger at the same time. LeBron was coming into the NBA. Exactly. And LeBron, LeBron and Melo uh, in the same division <coughs> going back and forth. That's what I'm saying. Come on, man. Because they would have, what's the thing? LeBron uh, eventually started giving the Pistons a lot of troubles, if uh, memory serves me correctly. <laughs> yes. Just a few years later. <laughs> so, like, not too long after that draft, when Darko was literally out of the NBA two years later. Yeah, man. Um, so yeah, I just think the comments were a little, were a little. Uh, and I like the Wallace too. I mean, yeah, Look, I really like. I just don't been, think should have been a wizard. Should have been a wizard. <laughs> I just think. Um, Look, that was, was a Wizards two point It was. Sure. It was. All right, let's go through some blind comparisons before we leave out of here. Blind comparisons between uh, power forwards. I love blind comparisons. Uh, because oh, it really it makes is. you think uh, critically when it comes to the stats alone. And also it shows that stats alone do not tell the entire story. Uh, oh, these no. are two power forwards. Let's buy a comparison. Listen to this. Uh, power forward one. Okay. 19 okay. points. 11 19 rebounds. Points. That's good. And three assists. Okay. 19, 11, and 3. That's pretty solid. Mm-hmm. Let's add the two blocks also. Am I supposed to? Okay. So two blocks? That's, look, that's very sturdy. 19 points, 11 assists. 11, 3 and 2. 3 Who and 2. This? I'm going to go to power forward number 2. 22 okay. points, uh, 11 rebounds, 4 assists, and okay. a 1 block. Do which, I need to guess which, who these people are. No, no. Which which one are you? Which one? If you had to choose a career stat, the line, first one. You're taking the first, first one. one. And why are you taking the first yeah. one? It's more like you can't really tell like the longevity of these careers, but like they're both long. Let's just uh, say they're I both want, players that. That's what I'm saying. Long. Like the extra, the 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 extra two points is not really that big a deal. I don't think, especially if you're not really taking. Uh, like field goal percentage and like free throw percentage into account. Mm-hmm. Uh, what is it? You want those blocks and that extra defensive stat. Okay. In my opinion. So uh, power forward number one but, is you know, power forward number one is Tim Duncan. Uh, so look, I chose, knew it, dog. I knew it. Is power forward number two Chris Webber? I mean, uh, what's the dude? Kevin Garnett? No. That's a good guess, okay, though, because a lot of people what? thought it was Kevin I Garnett. I knew it was Tim Duncan. Because dog. there's, the, there's the, always the comparison between Garnett and, and yeah. Duncan. It's Charles Barkley. Charles Barkley, look, it's, it's no, but uh, honestly, it's no comparison between them two. Like, it's that's not a fair comparison yeah. between Tim Duncan and Charles Barkley. It's not, like, they're not in the same class. So uh, those those are the two comparisons. Um I am, and that was from my boy uh, James Gilbert, who plays ball with us uh, on Wednesdays. I like it. Um, he he added that he had that. And he just was like, "Oh, the stats are really close. It's not really a slam." It's close. Um, and uh, and I, it's and a I slam if you throw the names in there, yeah, I um, I said this on the on the on the comments. I was like, "Stats alone, I'm going with. If you're just going by stats, I'm going with twenty two, twelve, and four. 
Uh, I was like, however, there's still the eye test. So I would have to watch both players oh, and really gosh, determine dude. who is better. And if you just watched both players, we're going with Tim Duncan. He he came up with a good point. He <laughs> Charles said, Barkley, good. And that's the thing. He said that. He was like, look, Charles is great, too. He said Tim Duncan's great. He it's added that different. Tim Duncan it's is. Different. It's different. He just said he he's going with the stat line of Charles Barkley over Tim Duncan. Tim Duncan without uh, David Robinson when he was like legitimately the defensive anchor at the five. He was when he was younger. He was look. It sounds crazy to say that Tim Duncan used to be a little bit faster because like you assume that he was a little bit faster, but he was only a little bit faster when he was like getting into the NBA. But he could like block more shots. Uh-huh. Like he was blocking like eight shots a game sometimes. Like he almost had a quadruple double a whole bunch of times. Yeah. But he, I don't know. Tim Duncan was just a different type of force. Like you could not, you literally could not do anything to stop him. And he would like tell you how to fix holes in your game while he was abusing you. <laughs> like that's just the ultimate form of disrespect. It is. <laughs> like, it is. Let me show you how to shoot this free throw while I'm giving you 20 and 12 real quick. <laughs> and I'm a block 10 shots. Yeah, man. So shout out to, to my boy, James Gilbert for uh, giving us that idea to talk about on this podcast episode let's now get into our chump and champ of the week every week we celebrate those that do well and we criticize those that do not starting with you matthew who is your champ of the week oh the the uh usps the united states postal service for sure uh they are still open and operating pretty regularly <laughs> do you have a sports champ of the week to go along with your no. USPS? What? No, absolutely not what uh, oh my goodness sports cha- nah what is it what is it steve kerr hopefully <laughs> we got look we gotta find out on sunday yeah, yeah. Uh, my champ of the week goes to rich paul baby Okay, that's a My good champ one. of the week goes to Rich Paul because Rich Paul, listen to this. There are nine players uh-huh. in the NBA right now that if the NBA does not resume this season, they have gotten all of their money already at this and point me, in the season. Let me guess, it's all of Rich Paul's clients. All of them are Rich Paul clients. <laughs> this was the guy that didn't go to school to become an agent. That's what you want. This is the guy that That's the NCAA made a rule to try and get rid of people like Rich Pauls to say that, they, oh, they Rich may give Paul. players bad advice, so we need them to take tests and we need them to have degrees and stuff like that. <laughs> NBA came down swiftly and said, nah, I ain't going to roll like yeah. that. We And, yes, look at Rich Paul, the one guy that got all his clients, all his money, all their money right away. Rich Paul is my champ of the week. Matthew, who is your champ of the week? Unfortunately, I hate to do it, but it's got to be uh, everybody that was at the wharf last weekend. Uh, did you heard about that? Yeah, I heard about that. This is a, another non-sports related. I was this just is, about this to say, no. Look, I, I look. It's not that much happening uh, <laughs> in the sports world, and I refuse to take any straight shots at Carmelo Anthony. <laughs> not today. Not oh, today. Man. But what's the thing? They shut down the wharf. Yeah, man. And this is the okay semi-related you know this is the first time in like not a hundred years but a very long time that the price of lobsters has uh plummeted drastically 
So you're trying to take advantage of the low prices. I'm right? not trying to take advantage of anything. I'm just letting everybody know that like if you were actually trying to get some like lobsters or something, this would be prime time to do it. <laughs> but you can't do it at the wharf anymore because it got shut down. <laughs> like what? Now um uh, now yeah, lobster's been taking private jets for like a decade. Now here's my thing with uh down by the wharf. There were way too many people down there. There oh, was God. a lot of people was, weren't standing the necessarily out. necessary six feet. But at the end Not of the day, the wharf is kind of like a grocery store. And are you going to say, oh, don't go to the grocery store? So that's where it, I get, I'm kind of torn. It's a big gray area. Yeah, exactly. That is a great, which, great way to say it. A gray area about the situation. Uh, my chump of the week goes to two college football coaches. They okay. are uh, Mike Gundy of Oklahoma State University. And um, what's his name? Who's the other? Mike Leach of Mississippi State. Mike Gundy said, Oh, I expect my team to uh, report to the campus by uh, May 1st because uh, we should have things under control. And oh, by the way, the coronavirus isn't going to affect strong men like my football players. It only affects those who have who are immune compromised. That's what he said about the coronavirus. And then he's an idiot. He's and an then idiot. Mike Gundy had a tweet and it's been taken down. He removed it where he was, I guess, talking about people from Mississippi and saying that it was something where the cartoon was of a woman sitting, uh, sitting on the porch, knitting a noose. So you know the connotation nah, of the news chill, 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 and all chill, of that chill, in the chill. South. This was a cartoon? I think it was a cartoon or something like something that's to that effect. Even, but he tweeted it and then he removed it. Um, he is not suspended, but he's going to be given sensitivity training. And he's also going to be uh, required to go to the uh, state museum about the history of slavery and things like that <laughs> the state museum and, and um what this is also the same state that just uh that just uh had a i think it was uh, i'm i'm wrong ah uh, he the state just made it i think it was like white nationalist month or something like that Nah, this is this is in america what state it, is yeah uh, yeah mississippi <laughs> oh never mind look i missed that first part <laughs> yeah, because he's a he's the coach at Mississippi uh, State. So um, I can't remember what the hol- what the that's crazy. A whole month? What the hell are they about to do for a month? I think it's like what? White Nationalist Month, similar to like Black History Month. Is like no, I can't remember. <laughs> okay, hold on. so I'm wrong. It's a little oh, different. Man. It's a little different. It's a little different. <laughs> what? I That's can't crazy, remember it. I'm trying to I'm not trying to waste time. Are they about to have a parade? I'm I'm not trying to waste time to figure out uh we, Oh, con- we, we sorry. Have, sorry. Have, I was wrong. Please Confed- say it's a month. Confed- please say it's a month. It is a month. Confederate Heritage this Month. Is, we got to It's no parade though, right? It has to be a parade. I mean, right? I don't know, but it's Confederate Heritage Month. That That's in Mississippi. Look, that doesn't make any I don't oh, know. So this is the That's same crazy. state that same same that's crazy. same thing so so yeah those are my chumps that's, those are some good chumps chumps of sure. the week let's now get into our sports free zone for this week's sports free zone we're gonna do a collaboration with oh, the like 
about time you seen it movie review. <laughs> <laughs> Look, it, what is it? What was the uh, other name that you gave it, Matthew? Pending. I can't remember now, dog. Look, that's gonna be we we gotta come up with a a, a segment title for this one. <laughs> it's gonna be great. This is look. So it is. I didn't even watch this. I ain't seen this movie in a minute. So it's the about time you watched it movie <laughs> review by Jeremy. We could have to have a poll or in a, the IG story to pick the next movie. So uh, I had, I'm as many of you all know, I've spoken about it on the podcast. I am terrible with a lot of movies. I've seen some classic. Aficionado. <laughs> I've seen. Different. I've seen some classic movies, but I have missed a lot of classic movies. Uh, so Matthew is Matthew has shamed me into starting <laughs> to watch. I never seen The Godfather. <laughs> I never seen any of them. I haven't seen any of them either. One, but, all right, but see Jeremy, that's what I'm talking about. People be making me feel bad for not seeing The Godfather. But this is coming from the person who hasn't seen a lot of movies. <laughs> yeah, look, see, I don't care about that part. That part's not important. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, you can watch them now. So I, I will be watching a lot of these movies uh, in the next few weeks. Uh, the first movie that I watched, watched it last night, Shawshank Redemption. Um, Andy and, Dufresne. And just for, uh, just for um, this is the criteria of how I'm going to come out with my rating. I have, uh, I think, four different uh, areas. I have uh, okay. script. I have okay. plot. Acting. And cinematography. True. So those are my four Ooh. aspects. Ooh. I'm going to rate each one uh, okay. with between one to five, and then how did the you like average. the movie? Did you make it through it in like one sitting? Uh, yes, I did, and I I, I paused because it's a long movie. That's no, a long movie. It's only it's that's only two and a half hours. It's um, Look, the only reason movie. the only reason why I didn't watch it in one sitting is because I started super late. The night yeah, before, nah, like, that's a long movie. But if I was awake, I mean, if it was early in the night, I would have just watched it all the way through. Uh, the uh, The movie came out, Shawshank Redemption, in nineteen ninety four. Uh, lead actors were were uh, is it Tim or Tom? Tim Robbins, Tim, Tim and uh, Morgan Freeman. Um, Tim Robbins, his uh, uh, what was Andy? Andy was his character. Andy Dufresne. Andy Dufresne. Andy Dufresne was uh was convicted of murdering his wife and his mo- and his wife's lover. Uh, he was convicted to life allegedly. in prison. Allegedly. Now, yes, yes, allegedly. <laughs> he gets to meet uh, other prison inmates like Red, who's in there for life. Out here. Um, a couple minutes into the movie, Red... He uh he he goes to the parole board because he's now in there for twenty years. He gets rejected, and then you see throughout the uh throughout the series throughout the movie, you get to see the life of prison inmates and the things that they have to do. Uh, the you got uh, they, you gotta say what time period this movie from? This time, from, th- thank uh, you for reminding me. The time yeah, period yeah. is in the uh, starts off in the late forties. That's yeah, when it nah, or old. late thirties. Which which decade was it? Nah, like, I don't know. <laughs> like, I know they had very hard cuff jeans back then. If it wasn't the late forties, it was the late thirties. It started out. Yeah. Um, they had the top. It was Dick Tracy, Tommy guns, and old cars. Yes. They, so during that, no anti lock brakes. <laughs> during that time, uh, the setting is also in uh, Maine at an actual prison. Uh, yeah, there actually uh, is. Um, I, 
It may, I think it's called the Mar- uh, Maine State Penitentiary, but they in the movie it's called Shawshank. Uh, they show how inmates come in for the first day and how you know the, the adjustment. Uh, one of the scenes, literally the first night, uh, one of the guys that came in with Andy was crying and saying he shouldn't be here. He was, you know, basically panicking on his first night. Uh, the CO came out and ended up beating him to death. So he dies on his first <laughs> night. Um, it's not funny. It's not Andy funny. is also the lead. He's uh, he he is um, being uh, tormented by the few gay men who are in the 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 penitentiary. They get they beat him. They also went, do so. Let me ask you this. It implies that at least a couple times he was sexually assaulted. Is that what you got from the movie? Absolutely. Okay. They never show I, it, look, but that's see, what I get. I assume that that was uh, I didn't see. Look, I always just thought that that was just like a white supremacy group that they he kept getting into run-ins with. <laughs> that's what you, you thought, thought it was. Like, for real, uh, look for real, for real. Yeah. <laughs> they, were, they were calling they, them. What were they calling them? The misses. They were I calling remember. them misses. I think. Yeah. Yeah, but they look. Only they was a there's a lot. Now Andy got cool with Red. Red was running all the yeah. legal operations within <laughs> the uh, the prison. And Red is uh, Red is uh, portrayed by Morgan Freeman. Yeah, uh, he gets uh, he gets Andy some equipment that Andy wanted oh. a hammer. Got it in there. Of oh. course, got him smokes and things like that. Well, Andy <laughs> is a big time banker. Before he got incarcerated, Absolutely. he um, and he's good with the finances, and he was part of a team to do some work outside of the prison. He overheard one of the COs say something about money. He he convinces the CO, hey, look, I if you do this this way, I'm gonna make sure you you will not be taxed on it. It's all yours. Yeah. Blah blah blah. It's a gift. It ends That's up working. It ends up working out. Um. He ends up then doing the taxes for all the COs, all their money issues. Uh, they then move him to the to the law library, and that's where he he gets to be really cool with Brooks. Brooks uh, Brooks is an older hey. inmate who eventually gets uh, released on parole, but unfortunately succumbs to depression uh, for being out in the world. Ends up committing suicide uh they find out and they the the movie addresses that that after a while after you've become institutionalized how that's like that's where that word came from you actually prefer being in prison instead of being out in the world uh as the movie goes on andy helps out the warden for financial gain and and um some money laundering but in the process (laughs) Uh oh andy creates a fake identity dun, dun, dun. to hide the money in so if the warden <laughs> were to ever get in trouble or if they were what? to ever try and find there's there were no tracks to find it it went to this what? mysterious person and then if they tried to find the mysterious person they would have never found that person because the person, person doesn't exist well <laughs> andy ends up doing a great great plan great hey. plan andy hey. tells uh, uh red about this um, tree in a distant area where he says, hey, I need you to go there. That's where I proposed to my wife, blah, blah, blah. While he's also, side note, forgot this. Another inmate comes in later, several years later. Uh, he hears how Andy ends up in prison. And that inmate was like, hold on. 
Well, you, you say what? Say it again? Say that again. <laughs> no. t- Andy tells him the story. And so then that young inmate was like, look, someone told me at this former prison that I was in that how he actually killed this wife and this per and this this woman and uh, this pro golfer. And um, Andy always claimed that he was innocent, that he did go over there to kill his wife and the golfer, but he actually didn't follow Some- through. Somebody um, beat him to the punch. So, yes, yeah, someone beat him to the punch. Uh, the warden finds out that that inmate told Andy that because Andy's asking for an appeal. The inmate ends up staging a quote-unquote escape of that young inmate. The inmate was gunned down, and they said, oh, he tried to escape. Uh, he was actually trying to shut everything up for Andy. So Andy realizes this. He tells Red, hey, I have this treasure by this tree that I proposed to my wife. If you ever get out, just go over there, find the treasure. Well, Andy, remember the hammer that he got from Red earlier when I... What did he do with that hammer, Jeremy? He started digging through the wall, and he was doing it for years. For years. He built a chess set, too, kind of. Ten plus years. Yes, he did build (laughs) build a chess set and some chess pieces. Ten plus years. He ends up building a tunnel to escape the jail. The prison. Just need a nice poster. He escapes the prison. Not only that, he escapes the prison with the money that the warden was was uh, (laughs) was laundering. He did a switch. (laughs) He even got out with the flip flop. (laughs) He got out. He was able to change clothes. He was able to go to the banks that all the money was in. Take the money. Go to Mexico. Go to a spot in Mexico. Before he left prison, he told. Uh, Red of the spot in Mexico. So when Red actually gets released on parole, Red goes to find the treasure, finds the money, gets a bus ticket to Mexico, meets up with Andy. Bus ticket to Mexico. (laughs) Or the border, sorry. And then and then he crosses the border. And (laughs) then and movie ends with them being able to meet. And that's how it ends. Good story that way. Jeremy, um, Jeremy. Yeah. That's crazy. It is crazy. <laughs> Look, that's crazy. So, the movie's critically What's acclaimed. the ratings looking like? That's what I'm saying. Um, How'd you feel about it? Let me look at it. I'm going to give you what, like, Rotten Tomato and all of them. It was it 98? Shawshank no, 94, Redemption. 94. Let me look up what, uh, what they are saying. Uh, just when it you need rotten tomatoes no, just when you it's need about it a lot of you it's about a lot of you oh here it is rotten tomatoes gave it uh 90 90 that's too low too low is that like that's a great movie so uh like i said came out in 1994 about two plus hours two hours and 20 minutes so i have my four criterias i have uh the the writing the script I have the plot, I have the acting, and I have the cinematography, ranging them from one to five. Uh, five. When it comes to, when it five, comes, we gotta get like five. What's five? What? Five though? being like the five highest. Stars? Five being great. Five no, stars. Dog, five, star- five stars. Right, five stars. Five being the greatest. Being great. Four being above average. Uh, three being average two below average one being bad when it comes to the acting i'm going to give it i'm going to give it a 
five. I'll actually give okay. it a five. The acting well, was some great actors really good. Great actors in it. Um, the, the, the monologues that they too. had, they had real meaning. Uh, that will then go back to the script. The script, I would have to give it a five also because there's some okay. there's some memorable like. And I oh, say memorable. I don't remember them from heart. But when you look at the monologues uh, that read, when they was playing baseball, that look, that it's a whole bunch of great, like everything. I mean, that's a classic, dog. The 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 way they um, the the CO spoke to the inmates, the inmates how their lingo and things like that. I'll give that a five. Also, the plot. That's okay. I would give it a. <laughs> I mean, it's a prison escape. Yeah. Um. I would give it a I'll give it a four. I'll give it a four. I'll give that a four when it comes to the plot. Um I do want to go back to I guess this would fall under the script. Uh the entire the movie was narrated from Red's point of view. Even though Andy is considered the lead actor, uh it is the 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 the, the narration is from Red's Morgan Freeman got the most lines. Yes, he has definitely the most <laughs> lines. Uh, when it comes to the cinematography, though, uh, it's a pretty looking movie, kind of. It's, it's weird. Nah, it's. it's I'm, like I'm giving it a three. It's in a prison. It, it can't look that crazy. The, I don't think they captured prison life good. The uh-huh. the, the, the angles, the lighting, yeah. um, they use that really well. And also it being sure. in Maine, you know, the dreary, overcast um, uh, skies and things like that. But the camera angles were just basic for the time. And it I understand, looks, see, the, I understand uh, it's 1994, it's but, it's, uh, but even for 1994, the camera angles uh, like, let were, me were the basic. Best, uh, the, the craziest like scene I feel like in the movie was when it was raining during the escape. Yes. He was hitting the thing with the Yes. That was probably that was that probably was the, the best. crazy. <laughs> yeah, like they had what's the thing? I still don't know how they did that. So like that was a crazy part. But overall, I give it a three. So the first two categories I gave uh script and plot a f- or script and acting, I gave a five. Two fives. The plot okay. I gave a four. And then the and then the cinematography I gave a three. That's a total of seventeen divided uh, by. Let, let, let me do this. What's, what's the math here? Uh, seventeen out of. Hold on, hold on. Now, now people are gonna you say I'm an look. idiot. Now, look, see? <laughs> yeah, for sure, people are gonna say you're an idiot. That's simple basic math. <laughs> uh, but anyway, nah, nah, nah. it's not. Look. So so it's seventeen a, total points uh-huh. divided by four categories, uh, a little over a four. So four out of okay, five stars. Well, that's good. That is my rating for Shaw Shank Redemption, Matthew. What what uh, you watching? You know what you watching next? I think so we gonna do the poll on the Instagram. We should feed do, or what we about do. We should do a poll on Instagram, see what the next one is. And if it's on one of my streaming um platforms, then I will definitely get to, to check that out. Uh, like Back to the Future 2. Everybody vote for Back to the Future 2, not the first one. <laughs> I just saw Back to the Future like first last one is year good too. the first one. The first yes. one last year. Yeah. You just say these things to make me upset like at this point. Like 
Yeah. We not was it? We can't watch the third one though. The second one's crazy. <laughs> so so, what do you think about my rating? What do you think about that, Matthew? As someone that's who good. has seen it already that's... and convinced me to watch Wait, it, no. what would you say about that's the rating? Good. It's good. The only thing I the only thing I don't like about Shawshank Redemption is the length. Like I can't watch it. Like that's not a. I'm about to sit down and hang out and watch a movie. You know what I'm saying? That's like. I love Shawshank Redemption, so I'm about to watch this movie because it's still crazy, but it's a little bit long in my opinion. Okay. You know what I'm saying? But it's a good movie. Outlook. That's the one that's uh one of Morgan Free. That's definitely what's my man's name? It was the main character. It was Andy Dufresne. Uh, t- Tim Robbins or Tom Robbins. Yeah, Tim definitely Robbins. had to be his best movie of all time. I don't know what Probably, else he's in. I really can't remember anything else that he's that's in. That's what I'm saying. So. Like Morgan Freeman crushed that. Like the movie. that was a good movie. And what is it? His homeboy that was in there too. That was like they had a good little group. My man with the bird. Yeah, Brooksy. Like, that's what I'm saying. Like it was cool. Like that was and, a good and movie. Haywood, who was always just kind of like bruh, doing dumb stuff. Bruh. <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah. So nah, yeah, Shawshank sure. Redemption. When it comes to the about time you see it review. Oh, I give it a four Look, out of five. We don't even have to get no spoilers because that movie came out. When did that movie come <laughs> it's out? In That's Look, a good thing. I was Look, able to like not, tell you about Look, it because you should have seen it. Not, if you have not seen it, Jeremy, did not ruin the movie for you. You ruined the movie for yourself. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, man. Let's now welcome to the show for the second time, my boy Donnie Bedney. Donnie. How's everything going with you, my man? Everything is going well. Going well, my friend. Going really, really well. Blessed. All right, all right. Donnie was a regular on the sports reality radio show that we had on WLVS Radio several years ago. But since we transitioned to the podcast format, uh, he has been on one time with us. And we're glad to have him for a second time. This time we are going to talk about... Donnie's profession. Uh, but before we even get to that, Donnie, where are you from? Where are you born and raised? Uh, let us know all that information. Awesome. Yeah. Um, so born in California, uh, raised in Michigan, uh, bounced up and down the East Coast for you know work, career, all this kind of stuff, including living in the DMV uh, for a number of years. But I'm based in the uh, greater boston area now all right all right we met probably i mean when you obviously lived in the dmv area what was that kind of around what, what what years were that was that what year was that man that was uh 2000 i'm thinking maybe around 08 09 maybe that's what i'm thinking this was like 2009 through, okay i want to say 12 or 13 okay i was there about four yeah, we uh we met you know playing bat. We met through a mutual friend playing basketball, playing church league ball. Uh, when's the last time you played ball, man? Man, when is the last time I played ball, man? Uh, it's been a minute, man. It's been a minute, <laughs> at, at least at a year. Oh wow! Um, and you know, like it's been at least a year. It's about that time, man. Look, it's about to be summertime. <laughs> if we could get out there, he's about to step up on the court. <laughs> yeah. No, look, it's, like it look, it's gonna be horse competition, horse competition online. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, well, Donnie, let's actually get. I heard about that. Oh, okay. I heard about that. 
<laughs> Let's actually get into your occupation. Donnie, you are a healthcare consultant, correct? That is correct. Now That's explain correct. what a healthcare consultant does for the simple people like me. <laughs> Yeah, absolutely. So uh, I can't say what, you know, all healthcare consultants do, but uh, my company specifically, we work with um, hospitals and healthcare systems uh, across the country, um, you know, primarily in the U.S. And we help them. uh, Number one, we survey um, their patient population and even their uh, employee populations. So if you ever go, you know, if you go to the physician uh, or your doctor to get checked uh, for a checkup or you go to an emergency room or, you know, take your child or, you know, wife or whatever, and you receive a survey back, there's a strong possibility, really high probability, actually, that that survey has come from my company. Okay. Right. Um, And then what we've done is we um, we then analyze that data, uh, you know, and I know you all are very familiar with like data analytics, et cetera. And so we analyze that data and we'll uh, take it back to our clients, um, you know, to say, Hey, here are some areas that you can improve uh, as you're talking about the patient experience, or if it's on the employee side, which is where I work, you know, most of the time, um, then it is, here's the feedback that we received from your employee population. And here's how you can make that better. All right. Now, how does one that make sense? Yes, that makes perfect sense. Now, how does one actually get into that field? Uh, Is there a healthcare degree? (laughs) Do you have to just have a bachelor's in anything and then try and get into it? Uh, How does that go? Great question. Great question. So I do not have a a degree that's specifically healthcare focused. Um, You know, I uh, undergrad, I did uh, business management and then Uh, When I went to grad school, I got my MBA uh, with a concentration in finance and another concentration in sports management, funny enough. Um, So I think, you know, traditional consulting, um, if you did want to get into healthcare consulting, you could get into it from a business background. You could get into it from, you know, more of a science background. Uh, I have colleagues who, you know, kind of went the more of the science route. Um, you know, some people who, yeah, so you could, you could work in healthcare from a lot of different backgrounds, uh, specifically, uh, if you're working in consulting. Um, but like I said, there's, there's different levels of consulting. So, um, depending on, you know, if you're doing like process improvement or something like that, you might want to get a degree that kind of specializes in healthcare. Um, but you know, really I've been able to just kind of build my experience, uh, over time, because it's been been a while that I've been doing this. Um, now <laughs> we're getting older, man. <laughs> uh, you, know, when you can say you've been doing something for north of a decade. Uh, you start feeling a little bit older. So, hey, 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 that's 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 good. That's good. Now, um, when it comes to some of the, I guess. What are some things that you let's start with? The, I'm going to start with the negative because I like to always end positively. What are some of the things or challenges that that you go through on a day to day basis at work with your occupation? Oh, great question, man. Um, 
So what may be a challenge for uh, some some people if they're you know considering like consulting or anything else, uh, one of the negatives that I've historically heard about or challenges is the amount of travel. Um, you know, I travel a decent amount, um, you know, for work. And as we talked about a little bit, you know, uh, off the show, um, you know, having a, a, a daughter that's, you know, eight months old and, you know, a wife who uh, is pretty busy in her career, uh, that can be a little uh, taxing <laughs> for, you know, uh, spending time. Uh, but I do love to travel. Um and, uh, you know, kind of enjoy that. But, you know, that can be a challenge, um, you know, traditionally. Uh, I'm actually working from home now um, because we're, we're grounded, um, you know, majority of our clients, <clears throat> once again, being hospitals and healthcare center, uh, healthcare systems uh, are actually not allowing, you know, really anyone outside of uh, that or their organization on campus mm-hmm. uh, at this point. So uh, I'm working from home and uh, funny enough, as we're kind of on WebEx right now, um, you know, I've been on WebEx uh, a lot (laughs) over the past few weeks. So, And what would be something that is, uh, I guess, like you said, on the positive side of being a healthcare consultant or something that you really enjoy uh, on your day to day work? Yeah. Um. Just the, the lives that I get to impact, right? Um, you know, in, in the middle of, um, you know, this pandemic, I can say that the work that I do, um, you know, with my clients as we're talking about, you know, helping engage their employee population, um, you know, uh, checking in on them, you know, making sure that, um, you know, we're finding solutions to uh, help them, you um, you know, with resilience or, you know, overall well-being. Uh, I know that what I do on a day-to-day basis is going to impact, you know, not only people that I'll never meet, but also just my family directly, right? Like if I go to the hospital, there's a strong possibility that some of the work that I'm doing, um, you know, on a day-to-day basis uh, has the ability to really impact even my own experience um, and other family members, friends, you know, et cetera, around the country. You know, I have some clients down in the DMV. Um, you know, I know when I give them best practices or improve their culture that um, there's a possibility, you know, you or, you know, other friends and, um, you know, loved ones and stuff that I have that live down there, you know, can literally be impacted, um, you know, by the work I do every day. All right. I do want to ask you uh, something more specifically. Uh, you said that uh, part of your job is, putting out surveys out there for patients and employees for healthcare uh, systems. Um, what is something that when it comes to the employee side, what is something that uh, a lot of the employees may say, Hey, this is what needs to be addressed for the workplace for us to be better. Mm. Yeah. So a number of themes, but I'll, I'll throw out one, um, uh, that's interesting is, um, you know, at times employees will basically say, you know, the, I, I don't have, I don't have the tools and equipment to basically do my job well. Mm. Right. Um, you know, I think we're seeing that a lot, you know, obviously just keeping this relevant for, you know, what we're seeing today. Right. Um, 
with COVID-19, you know, the lack of PPE, um, you know, in general is, you know, something that, um, you know, when we're not in a pandemic at times, um, you know, it could be anything from, you know, uh, you know, blood pressure cuffs, like, you know, just to, you know, kind of put, uh, take people's blood pressure, mm-hmm. um, you know, situation with a client where, uh, a specific unit basically said, Hey, we just can't find the blood pressure cuffs within, you know, this cabinet that they're supposed to be in. Um, and a manager actually went down the hallway because they were just positioned, you know, incorrectly. And so that was something from a feedback perspective. They were able to just take blood pressure cuffs from where they were located before and, and, you know, kind of evenly distribute them on the unit. Um, and that was able to, you know, really just make people's lives, uh, that much easier. Um, you know, so it's, it's, it's a lot of smaller things, man, to be honest. Um, and it's not always the, the huge things like, you know, oh, I need to be paid more money or we need you to buy, you know, spend thousands and thousands of dollars on new equipment. Sometimes it's just those small changes that make people's lives easier. I, I'm, you reminded me of something, uh, and it's actually something in the sports world with, with what you just said. Uh, my wife, she used to work one of her previous jobs. Uh, one of her duties, she actually had to work with the uh, Baltimore Ravens, and it was actually the year that they won the Super Bowl. And um, she had, she got to meet quite a few of the players. She actually got to go to their practice facility in Owens Mills, had to shoot some ads do some community outreach with the players. And um, one of the things that when they were talking with some of the reps from the Ravens, they also said it was a lot of the little things that made the players actually want to stay in Baltimore. Like, for example, their uh, cafeteria is open to them and their family literally 24 hours a day. So anyone could come there and their family and get something to eat anyone could come there and just relax there's there's areas that are from the family there's areas for the family and the players and then there's areas for obviously the players and coaches and things like that um and that was something that i always remember because they said simply things like that they actually cared about you off the field and it didn't affect their play they might not have even been happy with um their salaries or or they might have been like okay the salary is okay but because they do this this and that off the field i like that and that that what you just said reminded me that it's not all simply just Mm -hmm. hey i need to get paid uh but you know can you can you just make my life a little easier on the day-to-day uh day-to-day work um that's that that's impressive um i do have one more question and then i want to get to something uh sports related actually with you uh my last question (laughs) though my last question though is um how many and the reason why i i chose you to discuss this you might not know the reason why but the reason why i chose to interview you is uh because you're a young black professional and a black man uh how many uh how many people of color are doing what you do from your experience i don't know if you know actual numbers but from your experience i I don't know i don't know actual i don't know actual numbers man um what i do know is that um you know if you just talk about the broader field of consulting i think that there's you know a decent percentage of um 
you know, young black professionals who are in consulting. Okay. Um, you know, and at least where you live and in, in the DMV, I mean, there's, there's a lot of them, right. Um, you know, I met a lot of people who work for, you know, Deloitte, Bain, McKinsey, um, Ernst and Young, you know, there's, there's so many, well, I guess they're called E and Y now, uh, Accenture, you know, there's a lot of, you know, kind of large consultancies that, you know, a lot of, I'll say young black professionals work for, um, with specific, you know, focus in healthcare. Um, I imagine the number smaller just cause you know, if it's industry specific, but I, I don't know an exact number. Um, I think it's fair to say that, um, when I'm going into hospitals and healthcare systems that, you know, I still, I still tend to be in the minority, um, you know, when I'm going into those rooms and, um, you know, specifically as a black male, um, when I'm going into those rooms, I, you know, I, I tend to be more in the minority. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, that was something I was just wondering, um, about that. Now let's, uh, even though we were trying to stay away from sports, let's actually get into sports real quick before we end this. Um, you mentioned that you have, uh, uh, your MBA is a concentration in sports management, correct? That's correct. All right. That's correct. Have you done, have you worked or done anything using your sports management experience? Or expertise? Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. So great question. Um, so my last year of grad school uh, at Seton Hall University, um, one of my professors and, and mentors at the time, uh, his name is Charles Grantham. Um, he was actually the first executive director for the NBA Players Association. I was saying that name sounds familiar. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He instituted like, you know, free agency and, you know, a, a lot of stuff into the collective bargaining agreement. Man. So Dude's a legend. Um, he introduced me to a player who was on injured reserve for the Giants at that time. Um, you know, special teams guy. And uh, he had this idea for a business. Um, and so he wanted two grad students to do a feasibility study. Um, I was one of the ones chosen for that. So I did the feasibility study and helped them ramp up their business plan. Uh, and then I convinced them to that I should be uh, the head of HR for the company and head up, you know, a couple other divisions. So I actually turned out to be one of the founding team members for a startup that was wholly owned by about a hundred professional athletes. Uh, some of which, um, you know, you all may know, uh, uh, Dr. J, uh, Ray Lewis, just to name a few, since you named the Ravens. Okay. Um, I worked for them for, my last year of grad school and then about a year after grad school um, where uh, actually my last semester of grad school, I started commuting down to Atlanta from New Jersey. So I remember I that. I remember that. <laughs> first thing smoking like Tuesday morning and then I'd fly back first thing uh, smoking Saturday morning. So, um, yeah, worked with, you know, that was kind of my entree into sports, you know, right after that. and Did it for a couple of years and then I got into consulting. That's what's up now. Um, let's now move on to the last topic that I wanted to address with you. You live in the Massachusetts area. 
and uh someone has just left the massachusetts area to go to tampa florida uh, yeah, tom, brady. Me, <laughs> tom brady aka uh tommy terrific aka tommy boy um yeah he did follow you he was born in california hey some people will say AKA he's the goat, the goat. <laughs> uh he did follow you he born name, in california name a better qb and i'll uh and and you know that that sounds like a longer podcast conversation yeah that is yeah um you're right he definitely he grew up grew up in california or born in california grew up there went to michigan to play and now or was in Mm -hmm. massachusetts he's down in florida uh tommy boy is gone what what is what are you looking what, what are your prospects for the new england patriots right now uh so the pass are still gonna be good um you know, I, I, is Drew Bledsoe coming out of retirement? <laughs> uh, no, hopefully not. <laughs> he but needs to stick to second favorite Patriots quarterback. He needs to stick to making <laughs> some wine. Not. I mean, you know, I, I would say that it's pretty easy to, for him to be your second favorite Patriots quarterback, considering <laughs> everybody's that's like that's the past twenty years. So, <laughs> um. So I think I think the Pats are going to you know do what they do, man. Um, you know it, the whole system, uh, and once again, this you know maybe I'll come back and we'll talk about this because uh, I think this could be an interesting pod if you guys haven't covered it. Is you know talking about how important systems are to the success of athletes, right? Yeah. So regardless of absolutely, um, you know, consistency of system, ownership, coaching, uh, you know that whole structure I think is just so important from a success perspective. So, um, and the Patriots defense was scoring more touchdowns than most teams offense last year. Exactly. Exactly. Our defense is still going to be good. We got defensive player of the year. Um, you know, Josh, what is it? Josh Sinton is the backup. He might get a chance to shine. Yeah. So Jared's probably going to start. Yeah. I, you know, I think he'll be okay, man. I, w- I, w- I really am secretly hoping that we get Cam. I was just about to ask you that. <laughs> True. Oh, man. True. I will be so excited. True. So excited if we get that Cam. That would be good. But the Pats are going to be good. Our defense is great. The system is good. We got good running backs. Um, I uh, still can, I, can I ask you something about Taylor Swift before we like leave, though? Wait, Taylor Swift? Yeah, man. What? You in Boston, right? She having a giant festival there. Oh, uh, really? Did they not cancel? Like, I think. I don't know. I mean, look, that's what, look, I thought that was going to be the last question, Jeremy. Look, we got we to get this question stuff together. <laughs> what? you need to coordinate on that a little bit better, man. Bro, um, that's what know. I'm saying. We talking about Tom Brady. He left. This, he could, we could be bringing up painful memories right now. I'm uh, I'm a, no, Tom, Tom leaving. We got a lot of love for Tom, man. Always will. I like it. Are you going to secretly root for the hand. Bucks next year a little bit? I'm not cheering for the Bucks. All right, good. Hey, that's good. a real fan right there. I ain't cheering for you. We love you, but I ain't cheering nah. for you. <laughs> yeah, Ruben. Yeah, you, you, might, you might have to throw some snowballs at him next time. <laughs> real, real quick, Donnie. This is the last question. Yep. Um, you, How does the fan base in New England, how have they been, I guess, how has his re- departure been spoken about in the media up there? 
Mostly all love, man. Um, you know, I see. I mean, dude, he, he we, no we Jersey burnings, six rings. I mean, he, he's all can't be mad at that. In the organization, well, there's a, there's a lot of love for Tom in New England. That's what's up, man. That's what's up. Well, Donnie, I want to say thank you for coming on. The next time you come on, I do want to talk to you specifically about your sports management. Uh, experience you gave us a, a little teaser of what you've done but i want to get more in depth sure. for that so let's do that next time and i want to thank you for coming on uh donnie where can uh, i guess people get to know you on social media <laughs> uh on social um i'm on instagram uh only dream big inc that's only dream big inc um and that's about the only platform I think I'm on, you know, professionally, uh, LinkedIn. Okay. Um, just Donnie Bedney, last name, B-E-D-N-E-Y. Um, you can find me on there. Uh, you also see me like randomly shouting out sports reality and stuff like that. So for sure, <laughs> Donnie, Donnie brings to our attention <laughs> some stuff that I don't even see. And then I'm like, oh, yeah, well, well let's talk about still that. still got to get the yeah, for sure. Well, thanks for having me on, guys. You know, have a great day. Um, you know, stay safe. Look, wash hey, your look, hands. Look. Don't touch your face. Nah, you too. <laughs> Be on the lookout for Taylor Swift, though. Like, if you see her in the area, <laughs> I'll keep a lookout, man. For sure. Nah, like she. Look, be All right, high alert, dog. All, All right. right, thank you so much, Donnie, for coming on. You have a great day. All right, peace. peace. Let's now. Any other? Any uh, last minute news, Matthew? That's happened in the sports world since we uh, since we the sports world. Mm. Oh, I don't think so. Uh, I have something from what the Bleacher is, Report uh, right now. You want to hear? What's it? the? What's it? What is it? Uh, Absolutely. It oh, says, what's the thing on on Sunday too? It's supposed to be coming up the horse tournament. Oh yeah, horse tournament. Explain <laughs> it for those uh, who's participating, Matthew. Oh, whoa. See, I was not prepared for that part of this. <laughs> Several NBA players <laughs> like, will on. be participating. Nah, it's WNBA it. against it's uh the it's not even WNBA against the NBA, but it kind of is. And uh Zach Levine, uh he's competing Tamika Cummings or Catch Dog, I can't remember. And I what's the thing? Tamika I'll have Catchings. it pulled up. Yeah, okay, her. Uh Zach Levine, Paul Pierce is going against Somebody, he uh, Paul Pierce is gonna lose, and I'm not just saying that because I hate the Celtics. <laughs> but <laughs> it comes on it's, it should be pretty cool. I'm excited. Mike Conley Jr. is in it. Like it's a lot of like stars in both the NBA and the WNBA who will be competing. So it should be pretty neat. So um, here we go. This is uh, here's some news that broke out of Chicago. A restaurant in Chicago is trying to. Uh, tell people about social distancing during COVID-19. They put Um, out a sign that says uh, during this coronavirus outbreak, remember to remain at least 10 feet away from each other. 10 feet. If you're wondering how far that is, picture a Bears wide receiver and then imagine where Trubisky actually throws the ball. The distance is about 10 feet. We got to stop. We got to look. We got to. We got to. That's it. That's it. That's it. Wow. What's, yeah. What restaurant is that? Um, It does not say from the. Wow. 
That is hilarious. That's it does in not say from the. Uh, it's in Chicago. It does not say. Shout from out the, to Chicago for sure. Um, it does not say. That's the type of disrespect I can get behind. <laughs> You're just gonna fry your whole starting quarterback. Bro. Oh my god! And because look, they said ten feet. Look, I know it's six feet. <laughs> look, <laughs> golly, they gave him four extra feet to overthrow the pass. It's called the type of the the name of the restaurant is a uh, chip chipmunks off a of diverse hey, diverse hey, shout out to them diversity and pine grove near sherindon sherindon and uh we gotta figure that one out in chicago to take a road trip <laughs> what kind of food what i what don't do, i don't even know what they sell there but we might look what I, other than disrespect i hope business is booming for you guys <laughs> my golly that is y'all man want to give a shout I'm out to Want to give a shout out to Donnie Bedney for coming on this week's Absolutely. episode. We will definitely have Absolutely. him on again to talk about to talk his about sports, Taylor Swift, uh, Taylor Swift, and his Maybe. sports management experience. Want to give a shout out to OSS nine eighty, Harold D, Jeff, and Aaron. Uh, shout out to uh, Shut Your Face with Bernard Nil and uh, Sumesh. Shout out to Soggy Nachos. Shout out to Barbershop Talk, Hand Down Man Down Podcast. Uh, after further review podcast last nice guys podcast urgency podcast uh what you expect podcast finish line with a ph uh shout out like to um j bobby and rios as they are on overtime make sure you check them out shout out to who are some of the other podcasts i know i listen to oh tampering season uh the Caesar show <laughs> um shout out to clay warren lj tony christina laurel um uh my my former neighbor leslie and her husband george and and her and the rest of her family were super close super cool shout out to my cousins uh who always listen those part of the gffl um don't ask me don't ask me anything yeah i already know oh hey no 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 ask jeremy when the draft order is right now text them now (laughs) you already know the answer to that um yeah i would not get the draft order Uh, (laughs) nothing's going on what oh man what yeah, man. Didn't uh, release a schedule yet. Shout out to <laughs> shout out to Doll Parts, Eat the City, DC, Ming Reina's, Trezzo Beach, um, all of our other businesses that bang with us. Anything else before we roll out, Matthew? Uh, just what is it? Stay safe out here. Yep, yep, yep. Look, was it seventy-one more days? Look. Uh, Let's not talk about that. <laughs> nah, that's what I'm saying. Curry fries, chicken this summer, dog. I've been making elaborate recipes. You have like, look, we gotta figure something out. What I've had to do during this time is I've had to make, I've had to do something every day that I'm looking forward to. Like I had to nah, make something. To, so today I'm actually making pizza today. Making pizza for See, dinner. Nah, tonight. what's the thing? I, I like it. I like it. I'm gonna try. Look, I might try and make a a pizza one day. I don't know. So, I tried to do that chicken like yesterday. I was happy with it. So yeah, we're trying or making pizza. I'm gonna try and make a pizza similar to Lido's pizza today. Oh uh, no! Hey, so, what's your uh, your favorite brother got the the recipe right? I don't, I don't have a favorite brother, mm, but my brother you. does almost have a recipe uh, because almost he used to work you. there. So he told me, look, "I'm gonna get you. I'm gonna get you one day." <laughs> Oh man! Well, uh, Matthew, I want to thank you for everything that you do. 
Until next time, everyone, sports reality. Peace. Hey.